Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of This Is Important. It's your host, Heather. Um, <laughs> um, I have a guest on today. Um, her name is Ambrielle. She's one of my closest friends, and uh, she's also my hairstylist. And we are currently sitting at Vinoy Park. It's freezing. We just got done uh, doing a workout session. And yeah, we are feeling hyped to talk to you about all things Ambrielle and uh, <laughs> give you some insight into what her life is like. And uh, yeah, you want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> this is uh, this is Ambrielle. Um, I've known Heather for a couple years now. I started doing her hair when I was uh, working at my old salon, and uh, she came in and didn't really. Uh, she said, I need maintenance. And then it went to, well, now I need new extensions. And now I want to cut my extensions out. And now I want to do this and that. So we've been through all the works with Heather's hair. But I feel like they're looking really good. They're super, super. Yeah. Do you even like the color and everything right now? I love the color. I know. I feel that like bitch. a new fucking person good. with the color. And by the way, we're like also recording this. This is the first, <laughs> or not recording, but like filming this. So this is the first episode that I've ever had like filmed as well. Um, it's not on the same phone. So we're like holding my phone. Ambrielle's like recording. <laughs> on hers so we're just kind of like doing vibe thing, it's a vibe it's a vibe thing. but yeah i just wanted to put that out there so anyway <laughs> um <laughs> no but um um i i started doing hair in 2016 so i graduated hair school in 2016 and um i started working i was working at a place called dolly locks um I've, i was there up until 2020 uh, i started as an assistant answering phones and then i started doing hair and with starting it uh, she's like, do you want to learn how to do dreadlocks? And I was like, fuck yeah, I want to learn how to do dreadlocks. So I started doing that and uh, just kind of fell in love with that. And so then they taught you there? They taught me there, yeah. So okay. like she was like, like once I graduated, mm. I was able to do everything. So okay. she was like, okay, do you want to learn how to do it? And they needed extra help too. So it was like, I was like, yeah, like I'm open to learning whatever. So I learned and I was really slow at first. It took me a while. I think the hardest thing for me with learning how to do dreadlocks was honestly backcombing and like creating the dreadlock like maintenance is like nothing but actually making a dreadlock itself yeah. is like hard because everyone's hair is different how much hair do you put in it like how like people want to backcomb and then they want to like tease the shit out of it and then it's like uh like a floof like on their yeah, head like yeah. back in the 80s yeah and that's like not how that's it works how it, okay all right all right <laughs> so um so learning that was really like it was it was definitely um an experience i should say yeah now though i mean what we're in 2022 already so i've been doing it for a few years and now it's like i can do what my eyes close i feel like yeah yeah you go so fast too yeah i'll be sitting there she does my maintenance like like literally so I, it's hard because i can't have to i'm like oh yeah we're filming hello hey um but she does my maintenance so freaking quick man like we sit down and on top of that we're also talking at the same time so i feel like you're so good at multitasking because you're like sitting here like going like super quick and you're like having a conversation with me and like I'm like, how is she doing? Like, you're, like, multitasking like a motherfucker. Like, just oh, literally yeah. going. Yeah, like. that definitely is hard sometimes, especially. I feel like I can tell when I'm really, like, when I'm talking to somebody. Like, say for you, for for example. Like, when your maintenance is usually, I feel like, take about the same amount of time every time. But then it's, like, usually, like, an extra five or ten minutes less or five or ten minutes more. Yeah. Because it's, like, what did we talk about? We you know? some juicy <laughs> shit. Where we just talk. Like, literally, she's, like, my therapist. We, like, literally talk I'm a about. A therapist. A therapist. <laughs> And just talk about, like, literally everything. Like, we go and poor Kaylin, like, over there doing hair, listening to literally us. Everything. <laughs> I feel like she's in the corner, like, 
<laughs> yeah, what the fuck are these bitches talking about? Because <laughs> I talk about, like, literally, I mean, I talk about sex. I talk about drugs. I talk about literally, like, all your dates. All the dates. <laughs> like, I talk about literally freaking everything. So it's just, like, a wild. And I'm usually there for only, like, because usually it's just maintenance. So I'm only there for, like, what, like, an hour and a half because I get wrapped sometimes. Yeah. But we talk about, for, like, anything from, like, A to freaking Z. Well, I feel like, like it's, like, we, you know, I feel like when people come in and get their hair done, if they come every few months, it's, like, I have to catch you up on, like, the yes. three months I haven't seen you. Yeah. So it's, like, let's fit all of that into, like, one hour or 30 minutes sometimes yeah. with people. And it's, you know, sometimes it's hard. I'm, like, okay, well, next time just come in a little sooner so we can, <laughs> no. we can not have to catch up. I have a, um, a friend named Lacey, and uh, I went to high school with her, and she's, uh, she's really cool. And uh, she comes in every six months months and so every six months she's like okay so so she's like okay so um what happened in the last six months let me tell you happened in january february march like going down all (laughs) the months that takes forever to go through it does but we usually we usually catch up pretty pretty yeah i mean she gets a highlight done so she's there for a couple hours versus like 45 minutes like is she nope she she just nope she just has um you want to hold that yeah yeah um we can take turns holding it she (laughs) (laughs) um no she is a highlight she's got thick ass fucking hair yeah thick ass hair so it takes some time yeah it takes a long time but her hair pulls so beautiful like she's very blonde like you and um but even with her hair growing out though like she doesn't come in for six months and doesn't even look like she needs her hair done like you I can love that I freaking yeah wish. so um but she's big be- she's became a really good friend of mine um i didn't really talk to her too much when i was in high school like we had like some classes together but um and like some of the same kind of friends but it was never like oh, we're going to be friends and hang out outside of school. You know what I it's mean? It's funny because I feel like you get really close with certain people when you, like, after you graduate. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, there's, like, I literally, there was, like, you know, like, the popular crew, like, at school. And there was me when I was in high school. I was kind of, like, I, like, hung out with everybody. But, like, the real popular kids, I, like, would say hi. But, like, never really, like, associate. You knew them but didn't know didn't them. Didn't know them. And now... <laughs> A lot of my friends are from that group. Yeah. And they're the weirdest motherfuckers ever. Like, you never would, like, think that they would be, like, just as, like, weird as I am. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see, like, how people evolve and how, like, cliques break up and, like, disperse. And then how you, like, become friends with people you never thought that you'd become friends with. So it's, like, wild. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of times, too, like, being in school, I think, puts a boundary on people's, like, like where you feel comfortable of like stepping out like oh i can go hang out with like yeah the, the jocks or i can go hang out with the art people or the music people or whatever and it's like you have to be confined to like a certain group of like well these are my people you know yeah and that i feel like in high school too is like a time where you're really like not understanding like you? boundaries <laughs> yeah you boundaries like how to like be diverse and like not just stick with the same set of friends throughout because yeah. i feel like you a lot of people like go to like elementary school middle school then high school yeah. and they just stick together and then in like middle school like the end of it like eighth grade into high school is kind of when people start to like come out of their shells and like disperse a little bit and meet new people yeah but like it's difficult because you also don't know yourself and like everybody's watching you so you feel yeah. like you can't make any crazy moves and jumps and which i feel like it's so crazy <clears throat> because i feel like when you're younger and at that age like my sister is graduating high school this year like she she turns 18 next month and it's like the things that she talks about and like how like the groups are in high school i'm like wow to be in high school again like people really aren't watching you that closely people really don't give a fuck exactly they don't but we think how (laughs) you feel during your whole life though because it's 
and this is like roping off into something. See, I knew that. And I was like, before this, I was like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? Like, we don't even know. And, and, and she, Bree's like, we're, we're just going to talk about everything. It always happens. And here we are. We're talking about high school. I don't know how it happened from Dreads to high school. But anyway, like, I feel like, what was I going to say? <laughs> oh, yeah. The everybody watching part. Like, I feel like people always think everybody's watching like that's been one thing with my weight like I've struggled with my weight my whole life and I always thought that like everybody else sees me when I'm like heavy or like when I'm doing this and this and this but really it's just me noticing that because if you think about it with weight people like actually like a lot of people that see you every day don't even notice because they see you so often yeah so it's really yourself that's kind of like all right man like I don't like I don't like this this and this oh people see me like this this and this and like other people have like this whole different perception of you yeah that you have no idea and you're it's just all sometimes it's just us you know what I mean which it's sad because I feel like that does happen and we get so hard on ourselves of like oh I don't look like this I don't look like her or I don't look like him like my you know I um ate so many calories today or I didn't brush my hair or like just any stupid kind of things and like I don't know I feel at the end of the day like the people that you think are looking at you like that are really thinking the same thing about themselves but like we're like oh well Susie said this about me and it's just like Susie doesn't care because she's worried about her exactly (laughs) exactly and then the people that you know do say stuff about other people or talk stuff about other people like you said they're just like so insecure themselves that they do that and I feel like that's where everything came from is insecurity is people have insecurities and they don't know what to do yeah they don't know what to do with them and they don't handle them properly so that just projects onto somebody else and that's why we have this thought in our heads of everybody's thinking about what we're doing but it's really just us thinking about what we're doing and then it projects sometimes you know know. when you don't know how to handle it correctly so it's crazy how it works because it's really just boils down to us yeah well I mean I feel like if you're unhappy with like yourself or the people around you or your job or you know I feel like I mean this is kind of going off rope too but I feel um like when the pandemic hit it was a big wake-up call for a lot of people oh yeah because you had I mean we were closed for like two and a half months and honestly not even gonna lie best fucking two and a half months Ever. <laughs> like me and Sean straight up I bought a pool we had a yes. garden like we're hanging out with the dogs every day doing yoga every day I'm like what's what time am I gonna work out today I'm like I'm literally fully yeah. my day about what when I'm gonna work out yeah and like what are we gonna eat but we made like the fucking best food over that whole time and like we just really got to I got to read I got to focus on like like during the pandemic I focused on like opening up boho and I like that was my time like I had my whole thing set up like how much I could forward how what I want my aesthetic to be how much I wanted to charge my girls like what like all of the things about it and then like when I came back it was kind of like you know I think things just happen like how they're supposed to and when they're supposed to but bringing it back to then like I feel like because everyone had to step away from like the work life the the busyness of people a lot of people I feel like are so they get so unhappy with themselves that they if they indulge themselves so much into their work or like hanging out with their friends or whatever and then they come home and they have to be stuck with their partner for two and a half months like I really fucking hate this life you know and, yeah and that's what I really happened. love this life you know like they don't you, I feel like we just don't appreciate and look at the real things of what's going on in our lives we look at the outside things that were like keeping us distracted yeah you know so I mean during pandemic I, that was the best in shape I think and like mindfully like men- mentally physically like 
emotionally like I think that I've probably ever been in my whole entire life. That's amazing. So I think it was a wake up call, you know, for a lot of people of like, wow, like people really like, you know, you can have all these things, but in reality, if you don't come back to yourself and like, am I really happy with me? You know, am I really happy with my job? You know, all these people that now are they're doing these nine to fives and they're like, fuck this shit. I'm not getting paid anything or I'm getting paid this amount. And I really hate going to work every day. Like, why would you want to hate doing something that you're at? Literally like there's what did I look up? I, me and Sean were talking about how many hours there are in a week. So there's like a hundred and like 68 hours or 60. 64 hours or don't like quote me on that but like something yeah, about that yeah. and we were looking at it and we count and we're at work like just for me and him probably anywhere from like 75 to like 90 hours a week is that not insane that when you break it down like and that then you i'm think like about Bam! how much time you take to sleep because you sleep like six to some people sleep <laughs> you're supposed to <laughs> you're supposed <laughs> Like you're supposed to. Come I should on, get people. some more sleep, but I can like fall asleep anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I, I can too. <laughs> Bitch, we go to sleep now. All right. Yeah, like, I know. Night, night. Everyone's always. I'm telling you. Anytime we go out or do anything, it's always like, don't sit my ass on the couch. I'm telling you I right know. now. I my know. ass sits on those chairs. I'm done. I'm out. I know. And, and literally, that's why I don't have a couch. <laughs> like, any living room furniture i don't have a tv because i know as soon as i sit down it's as done. soon as i turn the tv on it's done and now when i like open up my laptop to watch a movie because that's all i have i turn it on and i literally like get five minutes in and i'm like <laughs> i literally have not watched a solid movie it's taken me like i watched dear john the other day it took me five days <laughs> how many hours did you get into or i'm sorry not hours how many minutes did you get into I each don't know. day i think it was like 20 minutes each fucking day Bear's probably like this bitch literally is like ignoring me and now we discovered <laughs> my neighbor deidre did, she didn't discover but she showed me brown noise she puts it on for her dogs what's that it's like oh my god it's like this like a, oh my god noise. good or an, oh my god oh bad. my god good like it's this noise and it's just like <laughs> is it like the hertz thing i it's not the hertz it's like white noise but it's brown noise and it's like <laughs> it sounds like poop <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like poop but it sounds like it would be called, like poop but it's not it's like i don't know it's just this noise and i just tell alexa every night i'm like alexa play brown noise and she goes through this whole thing she's like Good evening, Heather. And I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? (laughs) She's like, good evening, Heather. We're silencing every notification. We're putting on the noise. We'll see you in the morning. And I'm like, what is going on? I didn't even know she did this. And she just puts this thing on, and it sounds like you're in a plane. For like, and it plays it all night because usually my Alexa will stop. Mm-hmm. Like after a certain, I like leave the music on for Bear during the day. I come yeah. home and it's off. Yeah, we do that for the dogs too. Yeah, so she it literally stays on for like seven hours while I sleep, and it just I cannot even like it comes on and it's like anesthesia. I'm like, huh. like <laughs> I fucking wake up with drool everywhere. Like, Done. Dead. It's wild what a noise can do, but it literally just puts me to fucking sleep. But yeah, dude, it's crazy how the pandemic like took so many different paths for so many different people. Like I yeah. had the exact opposite. Like I distracted myself so much that I came home to like a relationship that I was like, this ain't it. Yeah. I came home and realized I've been traveling. I've been like avoiding my house because I don't like where I live, like everything like that. And it was very transformative. Yeah. And I feel like with good and bad and all of it, it needed to happen for everybody to show people, like you said, it's like a wake up call. Like, hey, listen, you can't just keep distracting yourself. Like, I feel like the pandemic was like 
it really it had sucks. to make it, but it, it had to happen to wake all these people up but i think too is i th- i think that the pandemic <clears throat> everyone took it a different way so you either took it and ran with it and like really transformed your life and like your relationships and your work and like all of that or you just kept doing the same old shit and we're like whatever yeah. like cool i don't gotta work you know like things like that yeah. but I mean, I definitely enjoyed the time off. It was very much needed, you know, especially working so much and, like, my hands, like, I mean, my hands hurt even now. Like, doing a whole week of dreadlocks, I'm like, oh, my God, my hands are dead. Yeah. But I love it, you know what I mean? And, like, that, I mean, they're my money makers, so it's like I can't, you know, it was just nice to give them a break. But I was, yeah. I tell you what, though, when they were like, oh, we're going to be able to go back to work on, like, that next Monday or whatever it was, I was like, I can't wait to put my hands in some hair. Yeah, like, I just couldn't yeah. Wait to, to do it because it does i mean doing hair you know it makes me happy and i enjoy it's therapeutic. it it is therapeutic that's how cleaning is for me i couldn't wait to get back to because i a lot of my customers i think i maybe had one customer that stayed with me like through like two months while until they figured out okay we can open back up yeah but we got to do it like this way yeah um and i was just like man i just i just also i was in a different boat where i wanted to get out of the house and away from the situation but still like cleaning for me too is therapeutic and i feel like with what you decide to do as an occupation in your life it should be something that you enjoy something that i mean work is work you know what i mean like but like it should be something that you're like man i love this how did you you even get into your cleaning business and how long have you had your cleaning business for so i got into my cleaning business because your mom right yeah yeah so my mom had me cleaning with her it started when i was like she's had my clean or her cleaning business because she has one she had hers since i was born um she changed occupation because she needed something that she could do because um child care was just so expensive still is i can't even imagine through, through the fucking <laughs> roof dude <laughs> yeah even, i don't even have kids right now but yeah I can't even yeah that's a huge reason why I'm like, mm, don't think so. Not right now. For well, sure. Thankfully, you know, I, I think we have a good support system where like my mom and my mother-in-law and my stepmom are all going to be fighting over like, who's going to have the baby? Oh, see, my mom and my dad are like, Heather, <laughs> <laughs> you're on your own. Oh, thank you on your fucking own. Ain't going through that again. But yeah, so she started the cleaning business. So she took me to work and put me in a playpen That's right, you yeah. can't do that nowadays people would be like no. get your fucking child out of my fucking house yeah <laughs> like for real but like so she started that so that she could take me to work and cut childcare costs and then make money on her own then her and my dad divorced when i was five and she just she just continued it she loved it she loved doing it she loves her customers loves working for herself so i was in high school and i was going through like a really rough breakup and it i had Actually, I wasn't in high school. I had just gotten out of high school. It was my first year out, and I had I had just started college, and I was like, fuck, I don't want to work at Chick-fil-A like, while I'm in college. Like, I can hate my job. Like, I, I just got out of a sucky-ass relationship. I was also working uh, Cody, so I was wor- working two jobs, then full-time at SCF, and then going through this rough breakup. My mom, or actually my cousin had just been born, and we're visiting my cousin, and um and her my little cousin that was born mm-hmm. and uh she was like call both your jobs and quit right now you said what and i said what <laughs> you <laughs> what said, you said you gonna, said, you gonna pay for my stuff yeah you gonna pay like what and she's like i'm gonna give you two clients to start with and then you're gonna start your own cleaning company and you're gonna love it and i started working for her when i was like 12 like getting rides she'd be like oh you want to ride somewhere come clean this office with me for two hours it's like she best. yeah she would like she's always worked like money into like a learning experience for me so that i would appreciate like 
money and like like just the aspect of okay so like something's twenty dollars if you're getting paid ten dollars an hour that's like two hours of your time not like actually it's like with taxes and everything you know she taught me how to manage money and like figure out like the time of things and everything and just manage everything yeah so i had been doing it and uh I actually was like, all right, cool, fine. So I called them, quit both of them. Didn't even give them two weeks. She was like, don't even give them two weeks, quit now. I'm like, all right. So I was jobless. So she gave me these two clients. I ended up working with them. I still have one of them. So I've been with that's one cool. for five years. Yeah, she was my very first. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's how it started. And I never looked back. And I absolutely love it. And I love the people I work for. And I just, it's a passion of mine. And it's weird because some people are like, how the fuck do you love, like, cleaning other people's shit all day? And I'm just like... I love it. Like, it's just, you get into a routine, like with hair, you know, you get into a groove and you're talking to your clients. Cause sometimes I talk to my clients when they're around yeah. and like, you just get into it and it's just like a bond Yeah. and it just lets you, you just, it's like art. And I know cleaning is kind of like an art, like you're Everyone just doing your own thing. very differently too. So, you know, I know I've talked to people that, you know, sir, some people are like when they, they need their house cleaned, it's like there's certain things that like have to check off the list that, yeah. you know, other people are like, it doesn't really matter for me. Exactly. You know? So like it, it is kind of like an art in that sense. I didn't even look at it like that. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of things are hair doing hair is art is definitely that's like one big reason on why i even got into hair like i always uh growing up i always like my stepmom taught me how to braid when i was like i don't even know like probably like 10 11 maybe 12 or something she used to always french braid my hair whenever i would go and see them and so i started french braiding her hair and then so i already knew how to braid and then all my mom's friends like friends that i went to school with were like hey can you do my hair for homecoming or prom or you know whatever it is and i was like sure doing it as like for fun not as like oh i can make this a career yeah and so but i was like decent at it and uh then when i was in high school art was my favorite subject like i loved my art class i had my high school art teacher her name was Miss Cohen and she she I think she loved me but I think she kind of like was like oh my god this bitch doesn't shut up and like <laughs> things like that <laughs> because honestly story. my mom when I was in school she always used that when she'd have teacher conferences she's like make sure Embriel doesn't sit next to anybody that she's gonna talk to because she's gonna sit there and talk the whole time and I was like why are you doing me like that <laughs> like come on you know and all my teachers knew but I was always good you know yeah yeah but uh Miss Cohen like she knew that I like I was very passionate about like my art like when I would do something I like put your all in yeah it. I put my all into it and it was so great because I didn't have to go in there I didn't have to talk to anybody like I could just be in, it was almost like my zen space yeah and I still have a whole folder that I made of all my different art pieces that I had I have a whole box full of stuff that I've made like out of clay um one of my things I made there were like three bowls and they were really so cool you would have really loved them because there were sunflowers on them oh and um you still have them I have two of them. One yeah. of them broke. You have to send me a picture. I will. Um, one of them broke, but my I went out of town and I came back and my this girl next to me was like, "Did you did Miss Cohen tell you?" And I said, "Tell me what?" And she's like, mm, "I don't I don't you should talk to her." I was like, "What do you mean?" And so I went to Miss Cohen. I was like, "She said that you need to tell me something." And she was like, "Well, one of your things broke in the kiln." And I was like, "What?" Yeah, and I was like, out. "So mad." You know, but then I had my other two, so it was fine. But like yeah. she was like she knew I was going to be so devastated because I worked so hard on it. Yeah. But so 
anyways like art was always something that i like it was an outlet for me like i always loved to draw like every christmas birthday i'd always get like new pencils new sketchbooks like an art set like just always i still get that stuff now and i love it and um it's just nice because it gives me time to not have to think about anything like it's very just like relaxing it is it's like therapeutic yeah Yeah. it is yeah um so you like kind of put that into like your hairstyle yeah i was um i went to to uh bogey for high school all four years and i was in the jrotc program and my first sergeant um which i still do have a relationship with um him and my colonel they're they're great and he was like all right Ambriel, what are you gonna do well brasher because brasher's my last name but they'd always be like all right brasher like what's up what are you gonna do like and i was like i don't know what i'm I'm not going to college because going to college i already knew that like one i didn't want to have to pay for school that i didn't know like i'm gonna go and get these degrees and then do what with them like i didn't even know what you wanted no it's like you don't want to just go to go no my deal too and so i was like fuck that i'm not i'm good on that you know but i was like i also am not gonna graduate and have no plan at all so um so he's like, well, why don't you go, like, check out some, sc-? like, I kind of told him, I was like, I'm kind of interested in that. So he's like, why don't you go check out some schools? I said, all right. So I went, and I made appointments to go check out a couple different schools, and I went to Sun State Academy in Clearwater, and I, well, I got there. I actually, on my way there, I drove my mom's car. She used to have a Mazda 3. It was stick shit. Fucking hated it. And I drove it, and I was on the interstate, and it literally just, like, shut off. And I was like, freak, I started crying. Like, I got off the road and I, like, I don't even, I didn't even look. I was, like, all the way in the left lane and I, like, just room and went all the way to the right side. Oh, my God. And, like, I stopped the car and I called my mom and I'm, like, bawling my eyes out. And she's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, the car stopped and whatever. And it's raining outside. I was like, oh, oh my God. But then I get there safely and um, I fell in love with it. I was like, sign me up right now. Sign me up today. Like, so I signed up. Um, I started school. I so I graduated high school um, in June, right after my birthday, or right before my birthday, week before my birthday, um, and then I had like the rest of my summer, and then I went to hair. So I started school, uh, hair school in August or September. It was a year long. Graduated, and I already had a job at Dolly Lock, so I was working there, um, and I just I loved it. Like I I didn't realize that I was going to like I, I think that when people especially when we're younger that it's like oh well I'm just gonna do something with art and it's just like okay like what are you gonna do with it because to be just an artist like on the street or anything it's so challenging and so much time and effort to put into it to actually make money and career out of it yeah unless you just know the right people and I mean a lot of times you know you you know the people and you can get where you need to but that's not in all cases so it's true like I have like a bunch of friends that are super artistic they do like wire wrapping or they do like painting or they do like tattoos or they do like all of the above but to like get steady clientele and to get like a steady yeah. income is just like it's difficult yeah it is yeah yeah so i um yeah i mean that's that's the big thing for me for doing hair you know it was it's an art form for me you know i'm literally creating different things on people's head that you know makes them feel good and look good and, yeah you know the it, it's rewarding to see that like cause most most of my clients are pretty easy about oh well you just do whatever you want like you're like that yeah. you're like, just pick whatever you want I don't care yeah. you know but then I you know you do have those challenging people that are you know they're insecure about themselves and their their hair or you know what's going on and they expect this perfect picture thing and that's just unrealistic um you know so you get those challenging clients but for the most part a lot of my clients and I'm grateful for that they do give me like let me have that artistic ability to just be like all right Amber you just do whatever you know like and every time you do well with my hair I know like every time you do something it always comes out fire is 
fuck. <laughs> like, and I know I wouldn't have come out if I would have just like said, "Oh, I want this, this, and this," because you've been doing it for so long. You know, like the yeah. ins, outs, you just gotta give me tips. like the basics. Like, what do you want? What don't you like? It's a lot easier for people to tell you what they want by saying what they don't, don't like, like than yeah. what they do like because a lot of times people don't know what they even like about it they're like yeah. i just like it and i'm like well, what do you like about it like yeah i don't really know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um. i want to kind of segue into so you brought up boho but for a lot of people on here they don't know boho they don't really know you so like tell me so tell me about it like boho it's a business you created yeah. it so um so i own a boho beauty bar and it's in downtown st Pete, uh florida and i opened it up in september of 2020 which everyone thought i was crazy because they're like you're gonna open up something during a pandemic and i was like what better time to do it than now yeah. you know um but i opened that up and um the old salon that i had worked at previously had decided to close you know she had been doing hair for a really long time and you know was just ready to kind of end that chapter of her career in that way and open something else for herself um so i kind of just everything lined up uh you know i opened the salon i i have a fully uh a full salon i have four uh four style hairstylists including myself and then um my boyfriend he's a barber he owns his own barbershop called the next level barbers over in um over in st pete but it's kind of by the mall it's like tyrone mall area okay um but he's in there every Wednesday um, doing barber, like, haircuts. Um, and then I have an esthetician that's in there as well. She's there Tuesday through Saturday, which is when we're open. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're, we've are we been open in a little over a year now. It's been going really, really well. Um, you know, I, I don't really have much more room to be able to expand or do add any other things at the moment. But... In future, I kind of almost hope that I, I can open up another space or, you know, if I don't open up another salon, you know, opening up something else that's like only, you know, one thing. But um, I know that we were talking one day where you were like, yeah, I would love to offer like a bunch of different things in one space, like a go to place where yeah. you can get like a tan, you can get teeth whitening, you can get eyelash extensions, you can get your hair done, you can get your facial, yeah. you can and get I, nails. And, and as of right now, I mean, that's so boho <laughs> means creative artist and um, beauty bar is just a one stop shop for all beauty services. So in in realm that's kind of what i wanted to have yeah. was that and, and so, that's kind of what it is and that too. is i mean we obviously can't offer we're not offering nails or you know um waxes or you know anything extra like that but you know the the basic things of like coming in getting your hair done you can get a weave you could get your dreadlocks you can get cuts colors bridal haircut you know, or uh, like a barber cut um you get a facial right after you know so you, there's there's different things that we do offer but uh, at some point i would like to be able to open up where i have everything like nails yeah. tan tea i did have a tanning girl there um but she branched out and opened up her own spot and so she's doing yeah. really well which i'm really proud of her you want to shout her out real um quick? yes <laughs> jennifer over at glowing co she's right off fourth street as well she's fucking killing it she actually just got a couple girls in her spot hell so, yeah yeah so i'm i'm pretty pumped for her uh but i it's cool because i've got to see her growth from when she first started in a suite you went to the suite didn't you yeah wait no no i have not been to her suite. So she only came to my house Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Yeah, so the first time I met her because I do her son's hair, um, her little son, uh, Trey, uh, he has dreadlocks, so I do his hair, and that's how I even met her. Uh, but she started on a suite at downtown, and then she came over to Boho, and she was in the room only on Thursdays uh, doing sprays and teeth whitening. And <coughs> excuse me, and then she opened up from there and found a spot on 4th Street, like literally 
maybe five minutes from the salon but she's expanding it now to um where she's got teeth whitening spray tans um lashes facials and i think she's got something else that's going in there too but she's fucking killing it i'm super proud of her yeah man she's killing it uh, so if you need a spray tan, go to Jen because she fucking I I used to go to the tanning bed all the time. I'm I'm a like I sunbathed with like baby oil and all the things. Uh, Stopped really doing that, but uh, yeah, the tanning's really good. Um, the spray tan's really good because it just it's like isn't her stuff her stuff's vegan, right? Yeah, it's all like it's vegan, all vegan, organic, organic, organic everything, yeah. and it's good. It doesn't damage your skin or anything. And you don't look orange; you look bronze. Yes, that's what she always tells me. I was like, I'm you like bronze, orange. baby. She's like, uh, Orange, it's bronze. I was it's like, bronze. Right, yep, right. yep, 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 yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know what? Another thing that I see about you that I really adore and I love is that you surround yourself with people that you, you know, you have like this. You're very like success orientated, right? Like you yeah. success and like doing what it is that you love and like hustling and like doing the damn thing and I feel like you surround yourself with people like that your friends your like you and Sean fucking power couple bro (laughs) like she said Sean also has his own place right yeah his own barbershop he's had his longer than me so it's funny because he actually started doing hair before I did and it's just like honestly a coincidence that we just both do hair because and you guys got together in high High school school, right yeah Yeah, so high school sweethearts yeah yeah dude yeah I feel like everything just manifested for you into like this beautiful thing Heather's the queen of manifesting like a motherfucker like boho like literally like everything just kind of flows for you every time we talk i feel like you got stuff going on for you and it just kind of like flows right into the path that you like want to be on right well yeah i mean i think that like growing up you know my mom and my dad were young when they had me my mom was 16 my dad was 18 you know my dad's always lived in orlando and he's become a very successful business owner himself and um you know my mom is here well she's actually moving now but she's been here you know i was i have always been more around her but uh you know, she didn't really have much. I mean, you're young. 16, what do you have to offer me? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. not even to be like that, but, like, wh- when you're 16 and you have a child trying to raise a child to be a, a good human, and I think that's the biggest thing with both my parents is they, you know, be a good human, like, have good morals, you know, treat people how you want to be treated, and, you know, things will come to you. And I think that's so true. I love know? that. I, you know, even with not having so much to offer, you know, I've, I felt like I've had to grow into what do I want my life to be like? Because if I want my life to be, you know, surrounded by people that are just getting fucked up all the time and like have no ambition, no goals, like living on their mom's couch, like not doing shit. It's like, why do I want to be around that? I don't want to be around that. Exactly. You know, and I think you really are the people you surround yourself with. It's true. It sounds corny as hell, but you attract (laughs) your vibe attracts your tribe kind of deal. And it's true though. Like whatever you surround yourself with it's kind of like the same thing whatever you put in your body like whatever you eat is like what you are you are what you, Con- you, are what you eat and it's true i'm a fucking chicken sandwich <laughs> <laughs> chicken sandwich chicken tennis no, just- um on that note i really have to pee so i'm gonna go in my car and pee I want oh you, God. I want you, you're going to be left alone with the podcast, and I just want you to talk about whatever you feel is important, and I just want you to talk about maybe, like, some morals and values of maybe, like, tips, too, like, for people that maybe want to start a business, but they're kind of stuck at, like, 
okay, I want to start a business. But, like, they, yeah, they think about, like, oh, money. Like, you have to have money and, like, this and this and this and this. And, like, money's an important factor. But, like, also having, like, the motivation and, like, coming up with ideas and, like, really, like, taking it. So I'm going to leave you with that. Okay. I'll be, like, five minutes time. Okay. You got five minutes. You got five. I know our legs really are jello right now. I'll say definitely kicked our ass, but it was a good workout. Definitely wanted to throw up afterwards, but uh, I didn't. I, was, I held it in. Um, no, but uh, you know I am. Re- I'm really happy to be on this podcast. It's one of my first podcasts, actually. So uh, I was pretty pumped that I got to do it with Heather. Um, <clears throat> but you know, opening up a business really isn't as hard, I think, as people make it seem to be i mean don't get me wrong there are you know trials and tribulations and things that are going to come in the way but i think for the most part if you know if you have an idea and a plan of what you want and how you know how you look at your business um and you know how you want it to be you know what's the what's the background and the the story behind the business are you just opening up because you want to make money or are you wanting to you know make a brand and have people you know be able to enjoy things that they do you know I, I don't think that a lot of you know especially in this time and age you know a lot of people are still working the nine to five and some people and that's great it works for them but I don't think it works for everybody I think that you know when you get tired of dealing with other people's shit and you get tired of you know not making as much money as you could or not having that time off with your kids or your family or missing out on events or whatever it can be you know I think that it you know, being able to open up your own and have your own schedule and your own, you know, time that you want to take off and make as much money as you can make. You know, if you want to work freaking all the hours of the week, you can work all the hours of the week. You know, it doesn't really matter. Um, but I think that, you know, basic things that if you are to look at opening up your own business, I think, you know, have a game plan, have a, have your goals. What are your goals for it? You know, with me, you know, like I said, during the pandemic, um, you know, we were closed for two and a half months. So I had time to really just sit on my computer and be like, all right, Ambriel, what are you know, what do I want? You know, do I do I want to still be working at this place that I am at or do I want to open something on my own? You know, so I I sat down, I wrote a, a goal. What did I want my name to be? That was probably the hardest thing for me was to try and figure out what the fuck I wanted to call my salon. Uh, but then when I really came down to it and got, you know, came came to what I, I felt like I wanted it to be at the salon, you know, and like I said, you know, Boho is creative artists, which is what we are. Uh, you know, we're creative artists in our own ways. Doing hair, you can be all different type of an artist. Um, you know, with doing it, hair extensions, colors, cuts, dreadlocks, you know, uh, all sorts of stuff. You know, and then uh, just having Beauty Bar being, um, you know, a, where you can have multiple services done. You know, it's a, a one-stop shop. Uh, getting a name, just start with that. Uh, having a, uh, how much do you need? A budget. What's your budget on that? Now, you don't have to be, you know oh, I have to have 50000 or $60,000 to open up something. I mean, you can start as little as like fifteen to twenty grand, and you think that that's not much, but honestly, it, it does add up, and it can be, you know, um, beneficial. So, now you, you kind of messed me up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, what else could I say about opening a business? I said what, like starting with a name, it's always a big thing that was hard for me starting with a goal of like what your budget is is uh you know a, a thing too of what you can be able to afford uh, you know because you don't want to go broke trying to open up something and I feel like a lot of people feel like they have to go broke to open up anything and they're not going to make any money but it's like you know the first year you're not going to make all your money back but so a lot of 
I would have to say, I don't know if you covered this yet, but like a lot of people with business, a lot of people, when they talk to me, they're like, oh, dude, so great. Like you get to, here, I can hold it if you want. No, you <laughs> uh, You get to like make your own schedule and you get to take whatever time you want off and you just make all this money. It's just like you make all this money. I'm like, first off, let me stop you there. <laughs> let me stop you at the part. First off, let's we'll talk about the part where you make your own schedule. You can take whatever time off. I said that you can make your own schedule, but, you know, it it's different from being like, okay, Chili's is making me work a 9 to 5. Like, I can be like, well, I'm only going to work from 12 to 4 yeah. and have it as, like, that's my schedule. I have to work yeah. to make money, yeah. but it's not like I'm confined to only that. Yeah. So that's the benefit, but the... But you're the, always working. Yeah, the reality is, is sometimes when you own a business, you're working more than what you would even work at, like as a retail person well, or as so like much, a regular. There's so much back, like back there's more because you you're it. taking phone calls, right? Because I feel like our setup is kind of similar. We got to schedule the clients, right? We got to take yep. the phone calls, and if we're in the middle of doing, like I'm in the middle of cleaning a house, you're in the middle of doing like hair. You get phone calls after phone calls. Then you got to take the time after you're done doing hair or cleaning and call those people back and schedule all those people. You know what I mean? Then you got to go through your schedule and rearrange and make sure that they're good. And then, you know what I mean? Then you got to make sure at the end that you got to like clean your space. You got to make sure that you're stocked up on everything. If you're out of stock, then you got to go and got to get all the stock. It's the same thing with cleaning kind of deal. It never stops. No. I like I dream <laughs> about cleaning houses and I love it and it's great. But like a lot of people think with businesses is that it's kind of like you open it and that's it and that's not yeah. that's not how it is. You know, yes, you get those extra things of like I can make my own schedule yeah. or I can work as much as I want to. I can make as much money as I really want to. But at the end of the day, like you are still having you know you're you're always working really yeah you're always working. i have people that are hitting me up all the time and then they're like why are you hitting me back and i'm like because i'm at home Busy. Like, and then i'm trying to take dinner the t- i'm taking like- the time for myself yeah a lot of people don't know boundaries too when it comes to it. they think they can just call you whenever i think that's another thing i would say with you know opening up your own business is like make sure you set your boundaries, boundaries. and they don't have to be these hard set in stone boundaries but have some type of boundary because when you allow all of these extra people that are out side of what your business either tell you how to run your business tell you what you need to do for your yeah. business or are like why aren't you responding to me or this and that like half set hours if you're texting me at eight nine to ten o'clock at night i'm sorry but i can't text you back right now because you know why because i'm at the gym i'm reading a book i'm hanging out with my dogs and my boyfriend like i'm enjoying separated yeah you have to separate that i think that's a huge it is huge and you know what thing. another thing is is you had told me that you had got like um a client that wasn't like the nicest recently and for me i remember when i first got my oh, yeah. first client that wasn't <laughs> the nicest i got a client that wasn't the nicest and it was really all her on her end but it got in my head i was like damn do i really not clean a house properly damn did i really do that damn did i and it, it's not true it was really on her end she had the issues and she kind of put them on me but i start in my head analyzing like oh shit do I do it? Do I really do that? And I have to create a boundary of like, hey, listen, you're going to get all walks of life in this fucking business. So you, know? you want to know what? So I um, I actually started going to therapy a couple months ago and I have fucking loved it. Yeah. And my therapist just gave me a book and I asked her because I, I joined a book club and um, I was asking her, what's your favorite book? And she gave me and it's called The Four Agreements. Yes, I have it. And I started uh. reading it and the one where it's like, don't take things personally. And I think that we 
all take everything so personally like for you having that it's like do i not clean this right do i not do this and it's like you're a fucking badass why do you need to have someone tell you what you're doing wrong or doing right don't get me wrong having criticism is great but you can't always take everything that everyone says and like oh my god that's who i am because that's not who you are like you know what the fuck you do you know how you run your business so why second guess so why second guess it but i think that we have we are like always looking for someone to be like oh heather you did such a great job and it's like i know i did a good job i don't need you to tell me that you know like yeah and I feel like that sounds cocky, but like, I'm just, no, it's but true, being real, though. like, I think that we allow all of people on the outside make like, however they're feeling dictate. good or bad, dictate how we feel and reflect on ourselves and our businesses. And I think that's really a thing that I think a lot of people need to really sit back and look at like, wow. Okay. Like I know that I'm, I'm killing it right now. So like, why do I need your like justification that I'm killing it or that you, that you think I'm shitty? Exactly. And it's something that that is the one thing I will tell you that I struggle with the most is I get in my head about, okay, did my client, like, oh, my client did this today. Like, does that mean that she doesn't like me? <laughs> like, does that yeah. mean that she doesn't I think we all do that, it? though. It's, it's so hard. hard not to. It's hard. And I'll, t- I'll go back to, and second, or, first off, <laughs> another really good book that um, goes along with that is called You Can Be Happy No Matter What. Okay. I, I don't remember the author. That's really shitty of me. Um, but my mom has literally, like, she has raised me on that book like it talks about anything and everything regarding like boundaries regarding like insecurities regarding like you know the one thing in the book that I really like is you ever go somewhere and you're like damn that girl's really giving me a shitty ass look right now Mm -hmm. she thinks something about me like why is she looking at me like that (laughs) and then you realize that she's just literally zoning out like like you don't realize but she's really just zoning out and she's thinking about something she's like what the fuck and she happens to be glancing in your way but she's not even look she doesn't even she doesn't even know you exist like she's just literally looking over there and you're over here like what the fuck this bitch looking at you know what i mean (laughs) yeah in the book it talks about the different perceptions that people have And that is just so huge. It's helped me so freaking much. There's actually one of my closest friends. She's my neighbor, Deidre. She doesn't know this, but um, I have another neighbor. And I met... She doesn't know that I have another neighbor. No. She doesn't know. She doesn't know about this situation. But I talked about... I met my other neighbor before I met her. And she's talking, she's like, how do you like the people in the neighborhood and everything? I was like, actually, there was this one lady with red hair, and she gave me this nasty look the other day, and she has these two wiener dogs, and I just think that <laughs> she doesn't like me. And actually, it, Deidre loves me, and I love Deidre, and we're, like, so close, like, like really, really close. And it's just funny, I haven't even brought that up to her yet, but it's probably because she was, like, outside, and she's probably thinking about one of her wiener dogs doing something <laughs> stupid. And she's just thinking, like, God, I literally, like, uh, and she... She was glancing in my way, and I just was like, what's this bitch looking at? Why is she yeah, looking at me like the, that? The rest and bitch face. The RBF, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, it is. It's it's such a good book to explain all of that. But I will go back to another aspect that I had brought up with business is the money aspect where people think, oh, you just make all this. you just banking all this profit. No, the fuck we ain't. Mm-hmm. Especially for, like, the first year or two when you're first getting set up. You are literally just investing in yourself. Like, you're, like, it is not, like, all, like, big bills, big dollars, getting this guap. Like, it's, like, you are literally just paying everything off kind of deal. You know what I mean? And then once you hit that, though, then then you start making the profit. Then you make the profit. But that's if you're 
playing your cards right. You know, exactly. if you're actually understanding, you know, that like that was one big thing this year for me as a goal was to really get like a good CPA and really break down every single move I'm yeah. making because you know, you can look at the lump sum of everything and be like, all right, this is cool. Like, this is what's happening. But you don't, like, it's like, where does that, like, $5 go? $5 adds up over Oh, time, it does. Like, people know? think, like, with coffee, too. Like, people oh go, some people go to Starbucks every morning. And I got into this routine where I'm not even like that with coffee. But, like, I was going through, like, this this it was like a solid two three weeks where I was like so exhausted in the morning and I have like this energizing tea that I drink and it just was not doing it so I was starting to go to Starbucks every morning because I had a coffee machine but I don't know how to fucking make coffee taste good because oh it ain't that simple you need to follow, there's a, a guy on Instagram and it's, he's called like the uh the, bar- the barista or something. The barista or something, but he's like, he does like healthy coffees, but they taste good. Like yeah. Sweet. Like what you can order at a Starbucks and it's like, it's good for you. Like oh man. Better yeah. for you, I should say. Those are in air quotes. Yeah. Um, then, you know, like a caramel macchiato, which is my jam. Yeah, uh, I had one of those the other day for the fucking first. syrup and sugar. Yeah, right? I know. I yeah. love it. It's, I know. <laughs> that shit good. That shit be jamming. Ice. You gotta get it iced though. Yeah, you yeah. You can't do it hot. <laughs> I don't really like hot. I don't think hot drinks are good. I like... I, I think like, hot, like, in this weather that we're in, it's, like, 60 degrees outside. No, nah, I still like, think an macchiato. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. No, I freaking love that. But, yeah, like, your your money, it, like, goes – every little thing that you spend, it saves up. And not to – I know I had just went pee and left Brie to, like, leave with you guys, talk about, like – like fears of like business and like really what like opening it up and I'm not trying to scare anybody but like when people it is really frustrating when people look at me and just think that I make all this money and think that I just willy-nilly with my time and I just do everything I like plan everything out to where like I can be comfortable and like you know like I I do make you know good money but like also I gotta pay for cleaning supplies I gotta pay for like bills like I'm using so much gas going everywhere like there's different factors yeah there's different factors in it to where my money goes it's not just straight profit like and when you're a business owner you have to understand that like you know that's how it works kind of deal if you want to have your own thing you got to make sacrifices and 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 not everyone is meant to be a business owner no just like you're not not everybody's meant to go to college not everybody's meant to sit at a desk. Not everybody's meant to stand up and be like a park ranger. Not everybody is meant for everything. Everybody has their own path. But, like, if you were thinking about a business, like, just the facts is that you 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 got to want it. And, like, you got to go after it. And you have to understand that, like, you're going to have your ups and downs kind of deal. Like, with me, I have, like, my slow, dry moments where I'm like, damn, does anybody really <laughs> want their house clean? Like, what's exactly. going on? Am I, I going to have to go back to school? What am I doing? And then there's moments where I'm like, oh, my God, please give me a break. Like, I'm dying. Yeah, but so, you know what, though? When you ask for a break, it will come. And oh, it, yeah. It's, it always ends up coming at the perfect time. Yeah. I feel like. Like the pandemic for you. Yeah. And with giving you the time for yeah. Boho, you know. Yeah. No, it was. It, it was great, you know. But I, I think that, you know, anybody opening a business, you know, you got to really just look down, you know, what, like, what's your goal? Like I said, I was telling them earlier, um, the MS and, like, whoever is listening. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> You know, like, have a goal. Have a goal of what you want to do. Are you just opening up because you want to make money? Or are you opening it up? Like, obviously, you want to make money. But, like, is that the only thing you're looking at? Or are you going to actually put, like, your heart and your soul Gotta and your love it. And your tears into that business and know, okay, this is, like, a thing. And, you know, I think what a big thing that, I don't know, not necessarily, I guess, scares people. But, you know, people open up businesses and close businesses all the time. And I feel like it's so frowned upon if you're opening up a business and then you're like, 
not that you failed, but you're like, okay, I've hit my milestone. What am I going to do next? You know? And people yeah. are like scared to close anything, but they're unhappy with what they have. Yeah. You know? So it's like, don't be scared of anything. Go and get it. Like if you fucking hate it, close it. And down if and you fail it. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. If you fail it, if you go out and you're like, damn, I want to fix watches. <laughs> I don't know why the <laughs> fuck I <laughs> Heather's gonna be a watch fixer. And That's my next dream. That's my next dream. We'll fucking fix watches. I ain't got no. I don't even wear a watch. I, was gonna say, I say it's a freckle, half freckle. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. But like you want to open up a watch store, right? And you get into it, and you're like, "Damn, I love watches." <laughs> and then you get in the store, and you start fixing some watches, and you're like, "This shit sucks." <laughs> you do like, homie, you did it. Like, you opened it, you did it, and you found out, hey, I don't like it. It's the same thing with if you're in college, right? You take, you're like, yeah, man, I want to do criminal justice. Hell yeah! You start taking all those like, like psychology, you're taking fuck all that. The, too much school. Yeah, don't, don't even yeah. those words. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm out. Like goodbye. Like doesn't make you a failure. I think no. I, I think so many failure. Are, failure is like beautiful, honestly, because it shows you what it is that you. Growth. Yeah, it shows the growth. That shows you what it is that you love and what you don't like and what is it and what is not it because you wouldn't be on the path that you were on like such as everything at such as life like breakups if you didn't go through those breakups you wouldn't be with the person that you're with or who you are today like same with like any sort of situation good situation bad situation it doesn't matter like you everything happens for a reason is what it boils down to it absolutely that's literally how i fucking live my life yeah i'm like oh well if that didn't happen that's great because like why are you so optimistic about everything and like he's optimistic too but i'm just like oh it's cool it's fine you know it's good yeah yeah but like it's not you know and i'm like yeah it's cool it's good it's good it's fine (laughs) everything's fine yeah and that's like kind of how it is you know what i mean obviously there's some stuff where you're like god damn that sucks but there's a lot of stuff where you're like you know what that was not meant for me Mm -hmm. let me put that down and let me put my time to something else you know what i I mean too people look at all these businesses that you know especially with st p it's so great it's growing so so oh so freaking quick you see all these businesses that open up and you're like oh my god you see their social media or you see you know what everyone's talking about them like they must be doing so great and then behind closed doors they're really not and they really hate it or they're not doing as well and successful as you think i mean people People are going to show you what they want you to see. And exactly. Like they How they want you to perceive them in their business. And exactly. So With like everything. So, you can't put in, like, what, you know, I can't compare myself to Heather's business and be like, well, Heather's doing so much better than me. Exactly. And, like, why am I not doing and that? And vice versa. I can't do that yeah, with you, you know? You, you know? can't sit there and beat yourself up about it or be scared to make <clears> any moves because you're like, oh, well, Heather did so much better and I, I can't live up to that. And it's like, fuck yeah, you yeah, can. Yeah, you can. Like, you can do and everybody's different it takes time it could take time it could take overnight it could take whatever for anybody's business and that is like literally oh shit i just pressed the button it's dark as fuck anyway they can't see us um did i stop it okay um (laughs) literally the topic of the freaking month i'm bringing her up again deidre my neighbor she has a podcast (laughs) she has a podcast as well and she says in her podcast compare or comparison is the the, damn i'm really torturing it comparison (laughs) is wait why did i just lose it comparison yeah comparison is a thief of joy like you like if you compare yourself you're never gonna be happy like you're never gonna do what it is that like you can't compare yourself to them and i just want to scream it like to the you can't compare yourself like you literally cannot like whatever sally's doing 
and whatever Joe's doing has nothing to do with you. Like you can you can go, oh that's pretty cool and spark an interest in you, but like you can't be like, damn, that's really cool. That should be me. No, 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 no. That's them. You are you. You're gonna do your own thing. Even if it's the same kind of thing, but it's you're gonna, gonna do be it different. different. Exactly, and I think about that all the time. I'm like, damn, ever, so many other people are cleaning houses. And then I'm like, nah, man, they're cleaning houses, but they're cleaning it in a different way. Yeah. They're cleaning it in a different style. They're not me. They're not bringing my hypeness to their house, my energy. That. The same with you doing people's hair. You're putting energy into that. Yeah. You're being there. You're talking to them. You're associating with them. You're like, it's like your art. It's like everybody can, like, tons of people can paint. But there's def- different techniques. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Dolly, like freaking Vincent Van Gogh, like all of them. They all paint, but they all do different styles and yeah. all different techniques. And that's what's like super important to like remember when you're trying, like when you start comparing yourself is like, nah, man, like I am my own person. I'm going to bring what I can bring to the table and I'm going to bring it in a and different way. I love that because, you know, why would you want something that's the same as everybody else? Like, yes, there's a lot of businesses that are the, sa- the same business, same like a realm of what they're doing. But it's just like, you know, you're not going to get that same, you know, front desk person or that same kind of energy that you're going to get from somebody else. And that's why people choose the businesses that they choose like to go to. You know what I mean? Like you're going to go to this coffee shop instead of that coffee shop because they always give my order right. And I like Susie at the desk. You know what I mean? Exactly. Whereas like, I'm going over here and, you know, Joe literally is just like, you know, he's sad every day. You know, hopes, hopes Joe's good. I hope Joe's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, they're, they're sad every day or they're always messing up your orders or it's just the, the energy is not good in there, you know. So, like, you're going to – you can't always just be like, okay, well, they did it so good. I can't I can't step up to that. Like, you can always step up to it. But I think, you know, biggest – biggest thing i'm gonna say leaving off on that note for that is just fucking do it just yeah do it. like you, you if don't you fail, doubt yourself if you fail you fail and you know it don't even look at it as a fail look at it as a growth you know like it look is. At it, that's gonna be you know what cool that's in the past let's move on to something new let's move on to something better you know things things are always going to work out for everybody how they want to you just have to really believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself or your craft no one why would anyone nobody else, else is gonna be like oh man i want to go and get like for hair i want to go get my hair done by whoever but you know she like every time i get my hair done by her she's like oh man i don't know that doesn't look right and like uh who wants that you know what i mean they want somebody who's like bitch come in here let me slay your hair and you're gonna leave and go on with your bad self exactly you know what i mean like you got to know who you are what your worth is and like just fucking own that shit because like i said there's so many different people doing so many different things and here's the thing it is for me personally it is not my goal to be the best the like to be the best out there because i know there's gonna be somebody else cleaning houses like a motherfucker it is to be the best that i can be to show up with what i got and show people what I am. You know what I mean? That's what I always say. You know, I always tell people, any, you know, especially the girls at the salon, I'm like, show up. Show up and show out. Like, yeah. Because if you're not showing up, you can't show out. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, like, <laughs> how are you going to get any better or do anything that you love and that you want if you're not even showing up for it? Like, exactly. How you, you can't show up for, you can't even show up for yourself. How the fuck do you want anyone else to show up for you and show exactly. up to their Exactly. And you, know you can't I mean? expect it. So. We are at, we got a minute and 20 seconds left. So I just want to say that this episode has been fucking fantastic. (laughs) Did not 
think that I thought we were gonna need a topic. Now nah, we all over the place. So with the last I minute, do more. I want to do yes. More. Oh, we will, we will, because I feel like we could go on for fucking hours like we usually do. But with this last minute, real quick, just tell everybody one thing that you would you think is very important. You want to take away from this this episode or anything in general. One thing you got forty seconds. I think one thing I'm gonna say that is important is just definitely like believe in yourself believe in your craft you know take time to do something for you not because your mom or your dad or your boyfriend or whoever whoever wants you to do it do it because you want to do it and you enjoy it because you're going to be much happier in the long run of like okay i did this and i took that time and just see where you go with it you know just live your own fucking life for real love that i freaking love that i resonate with Bree so much we get along so great because yeah we share we share like the same morals and everything and i love it and we're gonna be doing a podcast at okeechobee when we both go yes. so look out for that it's gonna be on that one yes it'll be like the trio we got this all right guys thank you so much and i hope you enjoy this episode catch you later